Welcome to Rama for Today. You think about the precious fruit of the earth. You think about a, a, a harvest, don't you? That means a harvest of souls, a harvest of people being saved. But yet right on the other hand, if you're praying for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost, and uh, that's exactly what we are praying for, praise God, then you'll find that the Holy Ghost, of course, folks get saved naturally, but He manifests Himself in various ways. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching. Later in today's program, I'll tell you more about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, now somebody said, what about these folks that are predicting things are going to get worse and worse? The devil's going to take over everybody. We're all going to have to go underground, hide in a cave somewhere. I don't know where they got that this year. Didn't get it out of the Bible. Amen. Only they took some scripture and twisted it and took it out of its setting. But this plainly said, anybody, this is what I call a foolproof scripture. Amen. Amen. It says, be patient, therefore, brethren, under the coming of the Lord. He's talking about the Lord coming and us being patient till then and unto then. Behold, the husbandman waiteth. What's he waiting for? Everybody gets hid. What's he waiting for? The devil takes over everything? No. He's waiting for a harvest. He waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth. Doesn't he? Isn't that what he said? I call that foolproof. Now you get over there and Daniel and you get talking about something, get over in Revelation and get talking about some of those images and this and that and the other and you know, you can put all kinds of interpretations on it. Make it say this and make it say that and make it come out here and make it come out there and use it never comes out like you thought it would. I've been hearing them do that for 50 years. Man, if you would have seen me in the late 30s and early 40s, you're talking about a prophecy preacher. You never heard any prophecy preachers like me. Man, I had all the answers. I could just rattle off verse and chapter after chapter and pages from history. I was always a history buff, you know. Come to find out I was just wrong as the rest of them. I just left that alone. I left, I left that alone, alone, alone. I'd left that for those who don't know any better. Bless their hearts. No, I didn't just stay off of it entirely. Of course not. But I'm talking about speculating. No, I got over on what I call foolproof scriptures. <laughs> Amen. No, 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 no. You could misinterpret this verse to save your life. Unless you're crazy or insane, something like that. Could you? I said, could you? There's no type or shadow here. There's no horseman riding a horse. <laughs> Or a creature. Amen. Amen. Isn't that right? It just plainly said. Be patient. Therefore, brethren, under the coming of the Lord. Now, how could you misinterpret that? Some people interpret he's not coming. Well, that's not what it said. Better read it again. It says he is coming. It says he is coming. Well, if he's coming, why don't he come on? 
Tells you exactly what he's waiting on. Tells you exactly why he's waiting. Doesn't it? Don't leave you in the dark at all. Don't have to get some kind of revelation out of the sky. I mean, just go to school two days and learn to read. But the husbandman waiteth. We know he's waiting because he hadn't got here yet. He waiteth, what for? For the precious fruit of the earth. And hath long patience for it. Until he received the early and the latter rain. That's what he's waiting on. That's what he's waiting on. That's what he's waiting on. He's not going to come till then. So there's a worldwide harvest coming. Has to be. Has to be. Now turn back again to scripture that we look at here. Now it's not talking about natural rain. You know that. It's talking about Holy Ghost rain. Well, here in the Old Testament, you'll find scripture, for instance, in Hosea, the sixth chapter, the third verse. Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning, and he shall come unto us as the rain. That's the way he's coming. That's the way his blessings are coming. That means they're going to fall on us. Hallelujah. As the rain as the latter and former reign unto the earth. Now then, in Zechariah 10.1, you'll notice that the Lord said, Ask ye of the Lord rain. Well, now he's not talking about natural rain. He's talking about this spiritual rain. He's talking about this latter rain. Holy Ghost rain. Zechariah 10.1, Ask ye of the Lord rain. When? In the time of the latter rain. That's when to ask for it. Well, that's where we're living. It's in the latter days. Praise God. And time of the latter rain. So he said, ask ye of the Lord rain. So he told us to ask. This don't quibble about it. This just do what he said do. Praise God. Ask. Give the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. So the Lord shall make bright clouds of the margin. Said he'll send lightnings. Or, and give them showers of rain to everyone grass in his field. Praise God. Now, we think about naturally a, a harvest. You think about the precious fruit of the earth. You think about a, a, a harvest, don't you? That means a harvest of souls, a harvest of people being saved. But yet right on the other hand, if you're praying for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost, and uh, that's exactly what we are praying for, praise God, then you'll find that the Holy Ghost, of course, folk get saved naturally, but he manifests himself in various ways. We could follow the example of the early church at prayer. Notice in the fourth chapter of the Acts. Notice what they prayed for. You remember, of course, that Peter and John had uh, ministered to the man at the gate called Beautiful in the third chapter of Acts, and he was healed from a lifelong crippled condition. And Peter and John were taken in question by the authorities and were brought before the council and were questioned and were threatened and were commanded to preach and teach no more in the name of Jesus. And in the 23rd verse of the 4th chapter, it says, Being let go, they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders said unto them. And then the 24th verse says, And when they, that is the company of believers, heard that, they lifted up their voice. That's plural. All of them lifted up their voice with one accord to God in prayer. And it goes on to give us a general digest of their prayer. 
But it concludes in this 29th verse, they concluded that prayer by saying, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. Now, listen real carefully. You see, there, there can't be a harvest without seed being sown. You know, you, you couldn't reap a wheat harvest, you know, just go out here and if, I don't care how much even it rained on the field. <laughs> if there's no seed sown there, there won't be any harvest there. None, none but weeds will grow up, stuff like that. You can't go out in your backyard and harvest a garden. You know, this is sort of time we begin to think about gardens and prepare the ground, get ready. But you can't go out there, you know, in the backyard if you haven't planted seed or if you haven't planted plants. You're not going to go out there and pull up any, you know, young onions or radishes or gather some lettuce or get some tomatoes, are you? Don't care how much it rained on it. Seed has to be planted. Now, you remember Jesus gave us the story of the uh, sower went forth to sow. Remember that in the Gospels? Matthew, Mark, and Luke. John doesn't record it, but Matthew, Mark, and Luke, all three of them record that same parable. Luke said, uh, Matthew just said the sower went forth to sow, and, and uh, he said uh, some seed fell by the wayside, and so on and so forth. Luke said the seed is the word. The seed is the word. The seed is the word. Now, see, grant that thy servant shall be able to sow the seed. Hallelujah. With boldness. Speak thy word with boldness. That's sowing the seed, isn't it? Amen. 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 Praise God. Now then, you see, speak thy word with boldness by stretching forth thine hand to heal that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. I remember during World War Number Two, I was out on the field in what we call field ministry for a while, 43 and uh, 44, 1944, War wasn't over till 45. Well, I was out there actually in 44, part of 44 and part of 45, and uh, going from church to church, holding what we call revival meetings or church meetings. And, uh, and these were all full gospel, Pentecostal churches. And of course, this is too far back for a lot of you folks here. It's not that old. But, but uh, fo folks got busy, you know. People moved away to, to other cities, worked in factories, you know, war plants. And, and, and uh, I went to full gospel churches and told me, said, nobody's got the baptism of the Holy Ghost here in three years or three and a half years. Uh, other good churches, a lot of people there. Nobody's got saved in this church in three years. One 14-year-old one girl lifted a hand for prayer and she didn't come to the altar. Well, they were, they were sowing the seeds of the Word. They preached the Word. They didn't preach anything that wasn't right. Why wasn't there any harvest? Well, they, were just, they just dried up and blowed away. There wasn't any rain. See, you not only sow the seeds, you pray for the rain. You can't just, you can't just have harvest just with seed alone. Thank God you've got to have the seed. That's, that's, that's first and foremost. But then you've got to have the rain. Praise God. Well, I didn't do much about praying about the word because I knew the word had been sown. I prayed about the rain. Let the rain fall. Let the spirit move. Praise God. Grant, Lord. Grant. 
that uh, the Holy Ghost will manifest himself. Now, we had a lot of tongues and interpretation. That's about our end of it. That's just about the end of it. But grant that the, that the manifestations of the Spirit like special faith. It is special faith instead of, you know, what we call the gift of faith. Uh, and, and working of miracles and gifts of healings will be in manifestation. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Our offer is a wonderful offer. The first of all, a prayer shaping the world around you. This is three CDs, one by your dad yeah. on prayer, one by me right. on prayer, and one by our son Craig yes. uh, on prayer. And then I love this CD by you. It's time for the rain. Talking yeah. about it is time for revival here in, in this nation and as well as around the world. And then I actually talk about praying here. It's, it, I say it's time for Christians to wake up and stand up and pray. Yes. So actually it, it's praying for the latter rain, the power of God, the That's anointing. That's right. And one more CD by our daughter, Denise uh, Hagen Burns. It's called Holy Spirit, the Ultimate Best Friend. Yes. And, you know, we need to learn how to listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes yes. he's trying to talk to us and we're not recognizing his voice. So, yeah, and so there's five CDs. That's right. And, and there are, you can get all of those for a gift of $25 or more. That's right. That's a so big go, savings. So go right now to your computer or go to the phone. And, and order it right now and they'll ship it out. That's right. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.